Welcome to the College Call. This podcast is an offering of the Acts 8 movement, proclaiming resurrection in the Episcopal Church. I'm Holly Powell, and I'm a layperson and a member of Christ Church Cathedral in Lexington, Kentucky. And I'm Brendan O'Sullivan Hale, and I am also a layperson, and I'm a member of the Episcopal Church of All Saints in Indianapolis, Indiana. This podcast is about the intersection of liturgy and life as seen through the lens of I'm so confused. You're like editing the tagline in real time. People, Holly is distracting me in the Google Doc. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, this podcast is about the Book of Common Prayer. It sure is. (laughs) P.S. That's it. (laughs) Oh, and this week we're continuing talking about confession, penitence, and all of the good stuff in the daily offices of morning and evening prayers. Um, This week, we are much like last week, talking about um, something that's not exactly a call act or a prayer, although this week is a little more prairie. Prairie? Prairie? (laughs) Little house on the prairie? Are you talking about the OA here? (laughs) I haven't seen that yet. Although, actually, speaking of the OA, um, friend of the show, Keith Anderson, Uh, is doing a podcast series on Lent and the OA, and I haven't had a chance to listen to it, so I'm not at all sure how he's tying it together. So this week we're talking about the suffrages in morning and evening prayer. Now, I don't know about you, Brendan, but when I hear the word suffrage, I think of the suffragettes, (laughs) (laughs) which is not exactly right, because the word suffrage has two meanings. One is the right to vote in an election, and the other is a series of intercessory prayers. Sure, why not? I mean, sure. Yeah, it comes from the um, the Latin suffragium, which means assistance, and that doesn't make sense at all, so I'll just pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> Anywho. Well, it does actually um, assistance sort of works, because you're asking for God's assistance here. But it doesn't talk about the vote, yeah. the right to vote, I, whatever. Yeah, I, I can sort of see sort of how you might make a leap over a period of centuries where you go from asking for something from God to asking for something from your government to having a right to ask for something from your government via the right to vote. Whoa. Maybe. What a leap. I liked it. Yeah, thank you. I'm sure You're that welcome. was totally accurate. Totes, McGoats. <laughs> Well, so there are three sets of suffrages in the morning and evening prayer uh, offices, and we have decided to talk about suffrage A, which is the one that can be found in both morning and evening prayer. Um, There is also a suffrage B set that you can find um, in morning prayer, and there's suffrage B in evening prayer, uh, both of which are are beautiful and interesting and um, Maybe we'll get to them at some other time. Yeah, yeah. Suffrages A, frankly, is my favorite. Oh, really? Yeah. I like Suffrages B from Evening Prayer. Really? Yeah. Okay, so I don't... Hmm. Here's the problem with Suffrages B in Evening Prayer. And I know we're not supposed to get into this. It's just that, you know, that's the one that has petitions and then the responses, we entreat you, O Lord. Uh-huh. There is something about the word entreat that I don't like. Like, the... the Anyway, it's just... 
It's a weird word. And I don't love the way it sounds. I bet you don't like it because um, every time I say the word treat, my cats attack me. (laughs) 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 Hashtag cat disclaimer. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's been a while since we had a good cat disclaimer, though. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And that was a pretty good one. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay, so I'm going to be V here, and you could be R. All right. We're, Do we need to talk so, about what V and R are? Uh, sure, because I don't know. Uh, v is uh, <laughs> V is versicle, and R is response. Huh. So, I figured R was response, but I had no clue about versicle. Yeah, versicle, it's like a combination of verse and icicle. <laughs> That's because I'm so cool. <laughs> Okay, so um, if you want to follow along with us, you can find these either on page 97 um, or on page 121 of your Book of Common Prayer. Show us your mercy, O Lord. And grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world. For only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care. And guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth. Your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten. Nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God. And sustain us with your Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen? Uh, well... Nah. No, you know, because you just go on to uh, the collect of the day after this. Right. Obviously, um, the, the folks who wrote the BCP felt like this was a good prayer because they put it to be read twice a day. Right. And I think that I can get down with that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and Hatch observes that these prayers are um, a pretty close revision of the suffrages in the 1549 prayer book, which I can tell you every time I go to a choral even song that is using like the 1549 or the 1662 suffrages, I get confused because they're pretty close, but, mm, but just not exactly enough that they throw me. Yeah, I can see that. Hatchet also says that that using this uh, set of suffrages is particularly appropriate when the collects that follow will not then be followed by uh, general intercessions. Yeah, which I can totally see because this one, it, it's not consistent with the rubrics of prayers of the people. Uh-huh, but it's close. It is pretty close. Uh, so this one does not pray for the dead. I think that might be the only one that's really missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is um, praying for the world, praying for the country, praying for uh, those who don't know God, praying for the poor and needy. And you've got a little bit of uh, penitence there, so both with show us your mercy mm-hmm. and create in us clean hearts. So, mm-hmm. And these... Uh, some of these versicles and responses, you know, when, when people, you know, sort of say, I love it when the Bible quotes the Book of Common Prayer and so on, a lot of these little phrases will pop up uh, in the Psalms. So, you know, if you do pray uh, morning or evening prayer and work your way through the Psalms, you're going to find a lot of these phrases popping up there. Hmm. Trying to think if there's anything else we should talk about with these. Well, I'll, I'll just say this about them. Part of the reason that Suffrages A is my favorite is not just their content, but also that these prayers, that they have a really nice rhythm to them. Uh, there's been, I think, some careful thought into how these flow off the tongue. 
Mm -hmm. So I I don't know if they strictly have a meter to them. Uh, But, you know, to the extent that I'm a curmudgeon about updated liturgy, Mm -hmm. this is one of the areas that I get curmudgeonly. Uh, I think that there is often some laziness when you think about some of the poetic aspects of liturgy and how it feels and sounds to say these words. I agree with you totally. I find value in the repetition. One of the things I do like about about these this set of suffrages is the fact that I, I have been, over the past couple of weeks, saying them twice a day. And those words are starting to stick with me. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the virtues of liturgy. It can get to be written inside you. Inwardly digested. Uh, Indeed. (laughs) Well, speaking of um, morning and evening prayer, I was remiss last week. We talked some about our own Lenten devotions, and I did not give a shout out to um, hashtag liturgical rock star (laughs) and friend of the show, Derek Olson, whose mobile office readery thing from his blog has been um, incredibly useful to me as I um, I know this will come as a surprise to you guys but I don't always carry my BCP around with me all day long what I know I know I'm disappointed in myself too (laughs) but um I have bookmarked his site, and I can just pull it up, and it asks you for the day and the office that you want to read, and then it um, you push a little button, and it pulls it all up for you, and it's really cool. So, wow, I am a big that fan of it. So great! I know. No, because I've used some of the electronic apps, or the electronic apps. Jeez. Um, <laughs> On the interwebs. On, on the interwebs. And so I sort of like the Mission St. Clair one, but I, I sometimes <laughs> think they aim to be too comprehensive. Uh, and then the ECP is okay, but involves a whole lot of clicking around. Mm-hmm. And the forward movement one I like because it just sort of comes up with the prayer you want for the prayer for the time of day. But I think it rolls over from morning prayer to noonday prayer around 11 o'clock. And sometimes Um, I'm praying morning prayer around 11 o'clock, and I can't figure out how to get back. So um, that that approach sounds really good. Yeah, I've uh, put a link to it, which hopefully we can get into the show notes. Um, But it's the St. Bede's Breviary is the website. And um, there's a, a web enhanced version and a mobile enhanced version. That's awesome. Well, there's a reason yeah. Derek's a liturgical rock star. It's true. So I do have something to acknowledge, which is um, if you um, listened to the show where we were guests on Two Feminists Annotate the Bible, talking about Leviticus, one of the things I talked about was my, my grandfather on my father's side was a uh, Lutheran minister in the ELCA. And so as I was thinking about coming out to him as a, uh, as a teenager, 16 or 17 years old, I had uh, picked up a book about uh, sort of Christian views on homosexuality and, uh, and sort of how gay people can find room for themselves in, in, the, uh, in the church. And I was doing that in sort of anticipation that I was going to sort of have to, I don't know, justify myself to my grandfather. I I somehow Mm. anticipated some conflict. Anyway, 
This is a thing that I did not know about my grandfather until well after he died. But my dad was going through some stuff over the last few months, and he found a book that my grandfather had made a contribution to. So it's a book called Preaching in the Witnessing Community, and it was published, it looks like in the 70s. I don't have a, a copy of the book with me. I took pictures of the relevant pages. Um, and so it's a, a series of essays about preaching and social justice. And so in my grandfather's uh, chapter, which was titled The Christian and the Poor, uh, it includes this paragraph. Conjure up for yourself what that kind of congregation might look like, if you can. Welfare mothers, drug addicts, homosexuals, the likes of the Harrisburg Eight, prostitutes and gamblers, all those beyond the pale. I'd love to preach to that kind of congregation just once, wouldn't you? But then again, I'm not sure if I could, or if I could, whether they would listen, at least to me. But that's how far I've come from obedience to the good news. Awesome. So, you know, it's there, there's some problematic stuff in the way he is framing the issue there. But, yeah. you know, this is my grandfather who was uh, a small town pastor uh, writing this in the 70s. So that's pretty damn progressive for the time. So I would like to acknowledge James Russell Hale, a light perpetual shine upon him. Indeed. Well, I would also like to acknowledge on a slightly less sincere note that although it's pretty damn sincere to me that it is March and that means it's March Madness time. And so for those of you who are following me on the Twitters, um, I would just like to apologize in advance for all of my uh, fanatical college basketball tweet storming. Yeah. Okay. Well, sorry. You don't have to like the same things. This is the sound of me not caring. It's okay. <laughs> we don't have to like the same, the same yeah. things. You like opera. True. I like the sports ball. (laughs) Well, if you would like to tell us if you're a little bit country or a little bit rock and roll, (laughs) you can do that on Twitter at The Collect Call, or send us an email at thecollectcall at acts8movements.org, or uh, find us on Facebook at The Collect Call. And our parent organization, who apparently is both country and rock and roll, is the Acts 8 Movement, um, which you can find on Facebook and Twitter at Acts 8 Movement or on the web at acts8movement.org. Our music is Let All Mortal Flesh Keep Silence by Aaron DeVries, distributed under a Creative Commons license. Find more of Aaron's music at badgerland.bandcamp.com. And we'll be back next week for more Praying Through Lent. See you then. Let all mortal flesh keep silence And with fear and trembling stand Ponder nothing earthly-minded For with blessing in His hand Christ our God to earth descended our full homage to